Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Kevin Bowen is one part of the morning show over at our sister sports station, 107.5 The Fan. So, KB, let's talk about the NBA draft last night. And before we specifically get into what the Pacers came away with last night, my God, that was long. <laughs> Sweet mother of God. Like, I'm a guy that's into it. I like watching the draft. That first round was three and a half damn hours long. And then there was a second round after that. Oof. This was ridiculous. Did you get that feeling, too? Yeah, and, and my hand is raised. I've thought in years the NBA draft has kind of flown by. Now, granted, maybe I'm comparing it to the NFL draft, which lasts three days and has 250 different selections, but last night was abysmal. I thought ESPN's product was uh, horrific, to it be honest awful. with you. Um, I would have liked to have seen a lot more J.J. Redick and a lot it sounds like I'm a robot, but just a lot less of the human interest stuff. I thought that was a little bit more of the uh, ABC version of it, because there's two different you know, telecasts for the draft there. Uh, but yeah, five minutes for each pick. I, don't, I mean, can we get a little shorter? Again, the NFL draft goes ten minutes for each pick. Uh, but yeah, five minutes around one, two minutes around two. I cannot believe I was up to one a.m. And it's bad enough that it's five minutes. All right, fine. But it feels like whenever we see the pick is in, hell, it's another right. five minutes after that until Adam Silver walks his big ball headed ass up there. <laughs> no, that is a really good point. It's like the 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 delay and the delay of the pick is in, and then there's just no clarity. I'm like the Pacers draft the dude, and for five minutes, ESPN like thinks that dude is is the guy that actually drafted when if you were following on Twitter, which I'm a loser, I am, it was pretty clear that like that wasn't the dude that they drafted. Is that that the pick had already been traded. So NBA's gotta get a handle on that. Would, would you just be, let's generally speaking, would you be are you one of those guys that would actually like to attend like the NFL draft or the NBA draft, either one of you two guys? I mean I wouldn't no. pay to go, but if somebody gave me a free ticket, I'd probably go check it out. What about you, K B? Yeah, I'll be honest. I know Indy wants to get the NFL draft, and I'm sure we're going to get it at some point. And if I'm lucky enough to have a show, then I'll be the first one to say I can't think of anything I'd least like to go to (laughs) the NFL draft. Like, it's just, you know, standing in public hearing names get called out. I just don't see the inner. It seems like Times Square on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah, that's just not something that I want to be a part of. I love, don't get me wrong love what the city has done from a sporting event standpoint i mean hell i probably don't have this job in in another market just given how sports centric our downtown has been for multiple decades it continues to be but yeah i'm good if it not <laughs> not not being there yeah, one more thing on the draft itself before we talk about the pacers because i do think this is part of the story you're right. The public knew more than a lot of these people on television hosting the draft. And I don't know if this is an ESPN problem. You know, it was on ABC, too, but it's all the same ownership. It's really all the same product. Uh, the folks on ESPN were awful. It was such an awful broadcast. And you're right. J.J. Reddick was the only one up there that had any idea of what the hell was going on. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, yeah, it was just give me some analysis. You know, I'm watching the ESPN broadcast. Again, ABC, I, I think it's more for the casual fan. And so, you know, maybe the parent element and, you know, sibling element and all that is great. And sure, sprinkle some of that in. But I just felt like the Pacers drafted Jairus Walker and, you know, ESPN was confused. And again, if you're not glued on Twitter, you don't really know what's going on. And, and some of that is NBA, too. It's not, the NBA rules are very confusing this time of year. Uh, but I, I just think the whole product kind of needs to shift a little bit and divide up the telecast. Get ESPN more basketball analysis-centric. Get ABC more human interest. Kevin Bowen joining us from 107.5 The Fan. So for the casual Pacer fan, right, not the person that goes to a lot of games or watches, tell me if you think this is a fair comparison here. With the Pacers' first pick, this big, strong kid from Houston that they drafted, this is their Antonio Davis. Is that a fair comparison? Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I certainly see where you're, where you're going with that. Um, the, the more recent Pacer that I have compared him to, body type-wise, I think he is a little bit more like Antonio Davis, intimidating looking. Uh, I would say a little bit of Thaddeus Young for Pacers fans that have you know watched the team over the last handful of years of a guy that isn't a center but in today's NBA can kind of guard multiple spots, some bigs, some forwards, um, can hit an occasional open jumper. It's something that he definitely needs to work on. But his strength is defense and rebounding. And, guys, I don't think maybe the fan base fully realizes how absolutely pitiful this team was on defense last year. They averaged 116 points per game. That is the most in the NBA history of the Indiana Pacers. (laughs) And yet with the best or one of the best rim protectors in basketball, you were, I think it was 29th in scoring defense. There's only 30 teams in the league. Your bad rebounding rebounding team as well. And that, that's been issues for several seasons now. Um, and I think that's where Jarris Walker immediately helps you out. I understand, you know, how Kelvin Sampson is viewed in this market. One thing we can't disagree with, though, is teams guard the hell out of people. And so you know this guy is going to come in here and have a defensive mindset, which is much, much needed for this franchise. And with their second pick in the first round, because the Pacers had multiple picks, uh, they draft this kid from Belmont. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, this guy's known for playing some pretty good defense at the point guard position, but he's a shooter. He's your three-point threat. Exactly. And, and, you know, I think Buddy Heald's a guy in the contract year that is a terrific three-point shooter, but you can never have enough. And with guys like Tyrese Halliburton and T.J. McConnell and Andrew Nemhard getting others involved, I think surrounding them with shooters uh, makes a lot of sense. As you said, a Belmont, I mean, he, he lit it up. He, he had a really big senior year. He scored 41 in a game as a junior, 35 and 33 in games this past season. Um, you know, Belmont might not be household to a lot of people, but they've always been a really good mid-major program with a lot of high basketball IQ players. I also think defensively it's worth pointing out, as you said there, Hammer, you know, when I think of good mid-major shooters, I often think, well, they're at the mid-major level because they can't guard you or me. Right. This guy was an all-first-team defensive player in the Missouri Valley, which is the Indiana State Conference and certainly a conference that you know has, has produced some NBA type of players. So I, I, I thought that was a smart pick. Again, you know, probably not going to be a starter, but right now, you know, throw him in that second unit, get some shooting on the floor, and, and Tyrese Halliburton over time. You know, he, he certainly can find some shooters. So those two picks definitely made a lot of sense to me. Where did the uh, IU kids wind up? There's a couple of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jalen Huchifino to, to the Lakers at 17. So maybe a little bit of a drop for him based off where some of those mock drafts had him. 
And then Trace Jackson Davis, the second-to-last pick of the night, about 1 a.m. for those that stayed up, uh, the Golden State Warriors bought back into the second round to take Trace Jackson Davis. Wow. Now, we had Chad Buchanan, Pacers GM, on earlier today on our morning show, and he made it clear that you know they had interest in Trace Jackson Davis, but there's got to be a mutual interest, especially when you get in the second round. And honestly, Trace Jackson Davis, if I were him, I wouldn't want to come to Indiana for, for, for several reasons. First off, I just think it's a crazy amount of pressure to be on your hometown team. He just experienced a lot of pressure in Bloomington. And then secondly, on paper, the Pacers have a logjam of guys that are young, kind of big. Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson. And now you throw Jarris Walker in there. He goes to Golden State where Mike Dunleavy, their GM, former Pacer, made the comment last night. He's probably going to be on our active roster. He's going to be on our 15-man roster. He's not going to be on a two-way deal, which means you'd be playing for your G League team, a.k.a. the Mad Ants for the Pacers. So Trace probably would have been that here in Indiana. Now he goes to Golden State where, look at their roster. Nobody on that team's over 6'9". And they're a win-now team, so they don't care about developing young guys. If you can play no matter your age, you're going to find a spot in the rotation. And similar to Jalen Huchifino with the Lakers, the Lakers and the Warriors don't have room for their ninth, 10th, 11th guys to be making a lot of money because they're paying their top one, two, three players so much money. Right. So they have to rely on rookies to play. So I think it's great fits for, for both of these guys. I get the Hollywood appeal of wanting Trace here, but I totally understand the mutual interest in seemingly from Trace's camp and the Pacers of saying, we like them, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense for us on paper. Man, it's crazy to think if you're Jalen Hood Shafino, two years ago you're playing high school ball, and next year your teammate is LeBron James. Man, life comes at you pretty <laughs> fast sometimes. Uh, KB, yeah. where can we get more coverage at? I know you're thinking about, okay, what alcohol am I getting for prom? And then boom, <laughs> now you're playing, playing with, uh, with LeBron James. Uh, KB with 1070 on Twitter, uh, and then 1075thefan.com. we got a ton of written content up on the site, not only Pacers, but as well as training camps uh, a little over a month away. Kevin Bowen, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend, guys.